0: Welcome everyone. This is uh Joe with Keeping Up with Joe. And today we're doing our uh sort of last podcast in this series of podcasts with Loomis. And again, if you're new to the show, um welcome welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Make sure you subscribe and also uh, you can even join our newsletter if you want to. Uh, become a become a patron on Patreon. It's been a little while. <laughs> it's been you're a doing couple great, weeks. It's been a couple weeks. We had a I was off of podcasting because of um, vacation in Disneyland, but I'm I'm back now, back in back in bad. So but yeah, we're gonna be talking about sort of a lot of different stuff with Loomis today, but kind of sort of focused around transitions and dealing with transitions in your 20s.
1: Yeah, which like upper 20s, right? Because this is, 20s. this isn't well. I guess that yeah, I guess this is applicable to like college transition, but for sure. Yeah. No, but yeah. So just. I'm, uh, we're talking about transitions because I am currently in the process of moving. Um, when this, I don't know when Joe airs his podcasts because his schedule's been kind of erratic recently.
0: Hey, it was really good for a while. It was. It was.
1: No, and then you went to Disneyland. And I think there's like a backlog of my episodes too because I keep checking <laughs> and I'm like, I want to listen to one of the Harry we Potter have, episodes. Yeah, we have
0: like two, two yes. different ones. We should talk. We should talk. We should sneak Harry Potter in today. I, okay. We should, seriously. It, no, I, transitions I, in Harry Potter. Oh my God. This is just like a this is like a free form one. I love so. it. No. This is what the people I love want. It.
1: I I'm actually so we could talk about that too. So I've kind of noticed in my time of transitions, I like go back to like comfort literature. Oh yeah. I do the same and thing. It's so it's Harry Potter, but then also like the mentalist. Like the mentalist? or NCIS. Like there's something about like procedural crime dramas when you're in a time of like uncertainty that just like calm you down because you're like all right i know exactly what's gonna happen it's gonna be like the third person they show on screen it's gonna be the murderer and then we you know we get to watch everyone else figure it out but that's
0: weird that you and i i don't know if this is like just you and me or if everyone's like this because i do the same thing when i go through transitions yeah no i I go back to certain things for sure
1: yeah so what are your what are your comfort harry potter okay We've established, we've established. Harry. Okay, so besides Harry Potter, mine's like Lord of the Rings, the the mentalist.
0: Not mentalist for me. Mentalist Um, for me um, brings me back to like, it's too nostalgic because I remember being a kid watching that and and it just brings me back to being like a kid.
1: See, that was me with Jag. My parents wouldn't let me watch Spongebob, but they definitely let me watch Jag. It's Jag? It's the, it's the the Navy lawyer show. Hmm. I don't know. Definitely saw a guy's like leg blow off in like the show mm-hmm. buddy i, don't know I remember that. vividly but i wasn't allowed to watch spongebob but, yeah, no, but you I, know.
0: I liked mentalist actually i i followed mentalist like very religiously i would say like i was very much like one of those people who like actually was kind of f- trying to figure out who red john was and everything yeah but then i i fell out of it because around the time well because we, we went to college and so yeah, you can't exactly. watch
1: cable when you're in college i, I mean know. you can but like no one does i do remember though. Waking up one day and my roommate knew I loved the mentalist and like knew I really wanted like Patrick Jane and Teresa Lisbon to like get together. And <laughs> so I woke up one day and she had uh papered my desk in sticky notes that said like Patrick and Teresa got together. I actually like... remember
0: <laughs> wanting to be like Patrick. Now that you mention it, yeah, I like had like this vest that I would wear and I'd, oh, I would just, didn't, and I would just think to myself, well, Oh no, my like, Patrick, see
1: that <laughs> okay, but you're like Patrick Jane if he if if you were like. You know, if he was more moral.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah, like not like he's not I just as a kid, it's like he seemed cool. Oh yeah, you know? no, he was cool. Yeah, yeah he was really cool, and he was yeah. very like free spirited and kind of deranged. So,
1: I liked um, Lisbon because she was one of like the main characters who was cool, but who also had like blue green eyes and dark hair like me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, she's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So the Mentalist, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. It was that's during a, transitions. That's a great
0: point that you brought up. Because that's probably actually for anybody who's going through a transition who's listening to this, that's actually not a bad strategy of like, maybe like a coping strategy is to just kind of go back to some of those things that you kind of like, that you liked when you are younger and kind of thinking about maybe why you liked that and maybe what you can take with, what what about that you can take with you going forward as your life is changing. Yeah, definitely.
1: No, and I think also there's just something that like, it's not wrong to be comforted by literature like i i feel like sometimes there's a big push that like oh we're always supposed to be inspired you know by literature like we're always supposed to be like moved forward but like there's a reason agatha christie is one of like the most successful novelists of all time right like her works don't necessarily inspire us to be better people but they're comforting in a way that is really specific kind of like the the Criminal procedural dramas that we see on TV now, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a comforting aspect of literature that, like, I don't think we should just brush under the table.
0: No, for sure. It's not, literature is not just about, like, what, like, social impact it has or yeah. what historical impact or whatever. It's also just about, like, how it impact, impacts the individual person reading it. Yeah, for totally. sure. So, and I think also it's kind of like, for example, like that argument, like, people like to say Harry Potter, for example, to get back to that, is not real literature. But it's like what? What do you what do you define? Like okay, yeah, it's not like general literature of like the nineteen hundreds or whatever. Sorry, yeah, nineteen hundreds. It's not sort of like it doesn't fit like Hemingway or something like that. But it yeah. is. It's the most successful work of our time.
1: I mean, and even so, like Hemingway and Fitzgerald, like during their time, they were popular yeah. novelists. Oh yeah, you know, like it's still definitely considered like classics. You know, I was uh, when I went to West Point. Um, I didn't. I was really upset. But um, the like the sidetrack, so sorry, there's like, you know, different people take different classes, but yeah. it's all English 101, but like different teachers choose what you get to read. Yeah. Um. So a couple of my classmates got to take or uh, got to read World War Z by Max Brooks, okay. which yeah. like I was super jealous of because that's like one of my favorite books. But mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, why did you get to read that in like a, a college composition class, you know? <laughs> and um, it was because it was, you know, a different way to write a novel and like all the different themes that he brought in. Okay, yeah. And just because it's not old doesn't mean that it doesn't bring like doesn't have value, um, in like the literature world. I
0: actually, I actually failed out of my college composition (gasps) class.
1: What did you do to fail? (laughs) It's
0: funny because I'm a professional writer too now. So, um, so I had really bad insomnia in college and I never, and for some reason, so you know how like they have those like programs that help students. Yeah. Um, I should have gone to one of those because I literally had insomnia, but I didn't. And so I like just forgot, like I actually wrote this whole paper and did really well on it. He's kind of mad at me because I would show up super late to his classes because of insomnia. Oh, no. And so <laughs> I had written this whole paper and I just I just slept through like when I was supposed to submit it. Oh, no. And so I had to withdraw because otherwise I was going to yeah. be failing great. But I could tell he was kind of happy because he did not like that I was, you know. So, but because of that, I actually, I didn't any longer. I no longer had time to do the writing portion. Like yeah. you know, I no longer had to do the writing con. I no longer had time to do the writing concentration of my English major. So I actually had to switch out of the entire oh writing gosh. program into British and American literature. Which I, actually I'm glad I did because I liked yeah. that a lot better. Yeah. So that's yeah, kind of yeah. why I ended up do- going into British American literature in college as opposed to the writing just because of that one class. Oh my
1: gosh, that's <laughs> yeah. so funny. In this uh, in this English class, my my professor like yeah, we that. we did a uh, an advertisement thing. So we were looking at advertisements and. There was this controversial thing because in um, in 2013, the fall of 2013, when I was at West Point, my plebe freshman year, um, the Army put out like flyers, like pamphlets. This professor, like, so he he brought it into the classroom, and so what happened was there was a picture of like a like a, a. attractive woman in like <laughs> army gear no 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 but it wasn't like she wasn't you know like scantily clad like right. she just had a pretty face Right. and you could tell she had some makeup on Okay. and so like a lot of the kid like the men the boys in my class were like the the professor was bringing this up and saying okay what do you guys think and the boys were saying like oh that's unfair like that's giving you false impressions of the army like literally one boy he was on the football team he was he said you know like this is going to give false impers- like false impressions of the army because you know looked directly at me oh, and then Lord looked at heaven. the professor and what said and said you know because that's just gonna make all the boys who join the army think that all the women who are in the army are hot oh, damn. and then i like looked directly at him and said you know they should also then just change their entire advertisement campaign because not all the men here are hot either. And then my professor actually had to leave the room cuz he was laughing so hard. Wait,
0: maybe the guy meant that he thought you were hot.
1: I know, no, but he looked mad. Like I, I don't know. Maybe he did, but Maybe
0: he was like
1: I don't know. I was also just maybe getting Maybe he really was like pissed. trying to say like not like,
0: everyone here is, but honey, you are. <laughs>
1: i i don't know but i was so i was just so upset because it was like a build-up right like all these guys are saying oh like women don't wear makeup in the field and all this and i was Maybe like y'all it's a photo them.
0: shoot just just like facebook message and be like hey you know i'll uh I'll facebook- i'm on a podcast and i was thinking about this and i realized i might have taken it the wrong way i
1: didn't say anything i Do you still want think to get together dead. for coffee no. <laughs> oh my gosh joseph anyway <laughs> No, college, I'm not. I'm not gonna message him. Speaking tra- of college,
0: that is one of the. So it's interesting because I get speaking of transitions. Um, when you go to college, I guess that the, the first time you leave home, like from a mm-hmm. psychological standpoint, is the most stressful time, according to some people, in your entire life, because you're mm, it's that yeah. first leaving home. Yeah. I don't know. Like, how did you feel about that? Did you go through like any stress from that? When you um, went to college? so
1: it was weird because I always kind of knew that I was gonna come home. Um, because living at West Point, you live in the barracks. So like you don't really own anything. Like all of my like material possessions could fit inside like a locker that was in the trunk room and then like two or three trunks and then under my bed. So like I didn't need to bring furniture. I didn't need to buy a whole bunch of stuff. Like everything was given to me. Um, I, mean, I think that's pretty
0: similar to living in dorms. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. how I felt. Yeah, um, Except
1: thing. I never thought that I was, I mean, I know some kids get to like live off campus yeah. when they're older. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't either. Right. No, yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, it, I wasn't that stressed out about it. Like, cause I always really? knew that I like my home was still here.
0: That's a good perspective. I wish I'd had that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I wish I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have that at all. <laughs> I was just like, I want to go home so bad. I'm I missed. I did cry though things. over Labor
1: Day weekend. I remember like weeping never cried. in my room, just being like, "I want to go home." Really? Yeah. But like California is a six-hour flight away from New York, so like it wasn't. It wasn't possible.
0: Yeah, that's a long ways. Yeah. I never. Well, I never came home for. I never came home for breaks. Really. My first two years of college. Wow. Yeah, I didn't come home for. I was just there, um, so oh I didn't come gosh. home for Christmas or sorry Thanksgiving or Spring Break or anything like that. So. Did you go home for Christmas? Oh yeah, I came home for uh, Christmas, but not and like summer. your shorter week breaks. Yeah, so yeah. that was for me, like as a kid who had always been living at home pretty much, to have to go and like just be gone that long. I think that was just kind of hard. Yeah, it was weird. It's not like I missed my parents or anything. It wasn't that. I just missed like my friends. I well, missed
1: stability. You yeah, missed. Yeah, I missed like... like having
0: my car. Yeah, I didn't have my car with me. I maybe. didn't.
1: I didn't. I wasn't allowed to have my car either.
0: Yeah, so I just like missed like my my old life. And then I came back and then none of your friends are, it's not the same thing anymore. No,
1: no. And that's actually really real. And I feel like it really changes based on what college kids go to. I mean, obviously like going to West Point, like I came back and like, not to be like, I was so much more mature, but Mm -hmm. like just, I was, I knew I was different from my other friends. Um, And then especially being like an NCAA athlete too. Like you're just, you're just different. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Super hard. Yeah.
0: But um, also another thing too, is if you go to school nearby, you end up having, you can, A, you can come home on weekends and things like that. So it's a little bit right. eases that transition. You can have your
1: mom do your laundry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my mom never did my laundry, but <laughs> but yeah, Good. if you're one of those Thanks, people. Thanks, Mrs. Anderson. <laughs> she was, did other things. That I hard.
1: had to teach a boy how to do his own laundry. Really? Like, yeah. So at West Point, when you're a sophomore, you're put in charge of like a freshman. Mm-hmm. And like my freshman didn't know how to do his own laundry.
0: Yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all. I was, yeah, at, I was tough, at school, man. so I was so bad. I was kind of like, I was actually like Steve Jobs. He did this. The only way that me and Steve Jobs have anything in common, which is that he didn't want his parents to go with him to college to take him because he was just, for some okay, reason, yeah. and I mm-hmm. was the same way. I didn't want my parents taking me. So I would just took myself, went to my dorm, but there would be mm. people who'd be coming in, their parents would be coming in with them and they'd be like, um, like stocking their whole like dorm room <sighs> with like TVs and like get it all fixed up. Nice. I, I even heard about someone who actually would do the scheduling. His mom would do his, uh, like class scheduling <sighs> oh for my him gosh. and then send him his schedule
1: that's wild we had so they brought us all like we came in to a big auditorium as civilians and then we left like five minutes later as cadets you know but they said like like they someone got up and did this little speech and then said all right cadets or new cadets you have 90 seconds to say your goodbyes and they give you 90 seconds to say goodbye to your family and then they blow like then they call you out and you have to walk out by yourself and then you get yelled at profusely for the next month Really? Yeah. Wow, that's brutal. Yep.
0: This explains a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's brutal.
1: No, I mean but that I went was, to little yeah. I went
0: to little um what would they what do they call them? <laughs> they called it TWU one oh one. And what it was like that? it was like it was supposed to like it was like these classes that you would go there. It was like worth like maybe one credit and you'd go to these classes and you sit there and they'd kinda of teach you about like how to deal with college life. And it did oh absolutely zero. For that. <laughs> it taught me nothing. I, I, the only thing I do remember is that this one guy who I knew actually outside of this. Yeah. But he was said, but an inch, um, what did he say? A yard is hard, but an inch is a cinch. And it's about like, if you take That's things hilarious. in small bits, it's easier oh, okay, than take yeah. things in long bits. Actually, as I've gotten older, I've appreciated that more. At the time, yeah. I didn't appreciate that at all. But
1: We used to have a saying that the um, the days are long, but the weeks are short. And like that was a big thing in our college life. Yeah. Like every day felt so long, but then you'd yeah. blink and like yeah. the week would go by. And I noticed, I don't know how it was for you, but like for me, my freshman year took forever. But then after freshman year, like sophomore year was a little bit faster and then junior year was faster and then senior year was so fast.
0: That's interesting. That I had the same experience except for I would say freshman and sophomore were equally slow.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I see that. And then I, junior I
0: mean, was hella fast. And then yep. senior was... Senior was super fast. Yeah. And also, I got married like two weeks after college. So. Yeah. No, I <laughs> so had like, really... friends
1: who did that too. That's Not like... the
0: smartest thing to do, but it was really g- well, a great adventure.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like, like the not? most
0: like, practical thing to do is what I mean, but it was like it yeah, was a hell well, of a fun time. Yeah, who needs practicality? Yeah, true.
1: Okay, transitions. I think what was more interesting for me, so I also did a year or nine, ten months um, in Ireland. Yeah. So I was a, a net missionary. And I think – that was actually less of a transition because I was only allowed to bring one suitcase. Oh, wow. Um, and so it really felt like I was transitory the entire year. So mm. I mean, like, less of a transition. Like, I wasn't leaving home. I was more of, like, my home was still my base, but I had, I was, you know, in extended living yeah. position kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, you never
0: really had to, like pretend you lived there because it was so transitory yes yeah, yeah um yeah. and
1: i mean we we did like i i did collect books i'm a big book collector sure, yeah. like uh, oh i love doing that oh my yeah. gosh um and i had to leave a lot of them there which was like hard for no, me what, yeah what? i couldn't take them with me and i couldn't i couldn't afford to ship them
0: you need like a i don't know you needed like a system like I know. you need to mail them every time you went to i know i mean
1: it international mail is so expensive though oh yeah oh yeah it's wild um yeah. Yeah, but so this is my first, like, I'm 26 and this is actually the first time that I feel like I'm moving out, Mm -hmm. which, like, isn't that big a deal, I guess, for millennials. But, like, I also feel like I'm kind of, like, behind the curve.
0: No, not at all. I was just reading an article that said, I don't actually remember what the the criteria was, but literally just wrote an article today on my website Mm -hmm. um, and linked to this article, which is that um, now the majority, the majority of young adults now live at home.
1: I mean, it makes sense. I mean, we live in Northern California. Like it's, it's wildly expensive. Um, Like we were just talking about where I'm living in North Carolina. I would not be able to afford to live in the same space here in California. Um, And then COVID just threw everything for a loop, right? Like I feel like. More
0: people moved home because of COVID for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean,
1: I, like my sister and I, like we couldn't. Like we could not get jobs, you know, and like I have my master's now, which means. That's so cool. I forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Graduated. Educated thank woman. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be a problem in the South. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I may be white, no offense, but I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I am a, I'm an outspoken woman, which will be interesting. Um, no, but like I can't work at Starbucks. Like, cause I have a master's and a bachelor's and they won't hire me. <laughs>
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I'm overqualified for a lot did of like you, basic and level jobs. I mean, I was up? like looking for something, you know, mm. like, um, so right now I'm teaching swim lessons, but like before it you was. You mean like around
0: here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like
1: before it was warm enough for us to teach swim lessons, yeah. like I wanted to do something. Yeah. And yeah, nothing. I couldn't, like I was Damn. too qualified. You could
0: have done like maybe tutoring or something. I, guess. I
1: mean, I was a sub, you know, okay, for a yeah, local yeah. elementary school, but I mean, still I was like, it would have been nice. It's hard.
0: It's hard, especially in, like, more it's, rural areas. Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah. Which is weird because we're rural, but we're not. Like, we still, people get rattlesnakes in their houses. <laughs> but, but we're not. <laughs> we used to have wolves in my court, Joe. Yeah, I know. Like, real wolves. I miss those times. Those were fun <laughs> times. <laughs> oh, man. Back when the commute didn't start at 3 a.m. Oh,
0: Well, I mean, I don't, I can't, I said, oh yeah, like I know, but I don't commute. (laughs) (laughs) I work from home.
1: Joe feels the stress of other people though. Well, I
0: commuted for six months, so I kind of know the feeling. Yeah. It was okay. Speaking of transitions, but yeah, that was, that was an interesting transition because that was right after, that was right after college. And then I went from like, like college every day, hanging out with friends, having fun. To like, I'm in a train with a bunch of old people, right? And like, I'm it's commuting. Weird. It was that was that was startling. I remember yeah. googling daily, like you talk about quarter life crisis. I was googling. I'm so glad I moved on from this. I was googling daily, like how to deal with your 20s, like how to get oh, over yeah. college, things like that, yeah. every day. I just was like, how the hell do I deal with this? You know,
1: yeah, I mean, I think in a way I'm glad I had net because I definitely was like one of the older people. So I didn't realize but net is really a gap year for a lot of high school students. Mm-hmm. And I use it as a gap year after my college, college too, though. after college year. Yeah, but not as it's definitely not as much. Not really, I've as known much. a lot yeah. of college
0: people who did that.
1: Well, maybe maybe the international nets are different. Yeah, because I, I think, like. yeah, internationally, it's more accepted to take a gap year than it is in America.
0: Yeah, I would. I, I've known so many people that did it after college, too, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um no, but so I'm I'm really glad I got to do that because it just it made the transition kind of easier.
0: Yeah, totally. Um and totally. it's like,
1: okay, I'm not well and then I also had to transition from like pseudo military to like civilian again. Yeah. Which is was a whole other transition too. Yeah, so. I
0: remember you when you came back from school, you still were kinda of like in college mode. Yep. <laughs> after you graduated. Yeah, no. I, I stress cleaned were. your kitchen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> hell of fun though. I it was a good year.
1: Yeah, no, it that was. was. Good year it was you guys introduced me to lord of the rings yes that's, that's right. what happened that's yeah we got time. to we watched i stayed up i, and miss, watched those the times. Wedding.
0: I miss those times honestly
1: yeah no yeah. it was it was very interesting yeah it was a good it was a good six months or no it was like nine months
0: it was a, yeah and then you went away
1: and then i went away and then i came back
0: but like, we would like hang out and like do brunches all the time and like christy would come over and charlie would come over it was a fun time
1: yeah yeah it was a good time yeah and what happened we just then everybody just kind of like
0: kind of went their own way kind of yeah but we're on. all
1: still in the same town yeah, I don't know. people Except grow for Charlie. Up, I
0: guess. Yeah, people grow yeah, up. I don't know. Speaking of transitions. <laughs> people, people grow up and like, I don't know, like their priorities get different. And I think that's sort of part of the 20s too, you know. But I think the 20s are weird too because you can go from like, you can go from like, you know, there's on one end of your 20s, you got people who are just going to like still in school. And then you have people like us who are like well into our lives at this point, you know. So it's interesting, yeah. just like the the diversity that happens, because you go from college where everyone's in the same place, high school yep. everyone's in the same place. College, some people don't go to college, but that's it's like half and half. So if yeah. you're only around people who are like you, you're only around people like you, and then all of a sudden you're 22 and you're just like on a train with a million people, or you're <laughs> in net with a different a million yeah. different kinds of yep, people. In you a know, different
1: country. Yeah, I mean, one thing I'm really struggling with is um, a vast majority of my friends are married. Mm. Like that's a really big you issue and I are for opposite, me
0: because I'm married. None of my friends are married. Really? <laughs> very few. Very That's few crazy. Of my very few of my closest friends. I do have oh, a lot okay. of, I do have a lot of friends who are married. Yeah. But if we're talking about people who I talk to regularly, mm-hmm. almost none of them are married.
1: I think all of my friends I talk to regularly are married except for like two. How oh,
0: interesting. Yeah. We're in opposite boats there.
1: Yeah. It it's okay, but it's also weird being like a woman in like these circles where everyone is married. Yeah. Um because you just kind of feel the pinch of like Oh, well, like, what's wrong? You know, like, what's, like, what's happening? What did I do wrong? Well, it's weird
0: being a man in these circles where people aren't married because then you just want to, like, tell them things that they don't understand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, like, you're like, you just... Let me impart wisdom on you.
0: (laughs) But, like, they say things and you know, like, oh, you just don't, you just don't know. Yeah. You know?
1: No, I, yeah, I totally get that. And I, I see some of the benefits because a lot of my married, like, friends will complain about stuff and I'm like, I'm going to go home and sit in the bath for an hour. Like, you, you have to take care of the house and, like, do all this. I'm like... I'm going to go to sleep. It's like 8 p.m. Like yeah. I'm, I'm gone. You yeah, know, there's,
0: there's, that's the thing. I, like, I don't want to like be someone who ha- like hates on marriage at all because I think marriage, marriage made sense to me and I'm glad I did it. But I have a lot of friends who kind of freak out about not being married. And I'm just like, well, you do realize like, you know, marriage is nice, but you do realize like this freedom you have right now. It's not how it is in life. Like yeah. you don't have to have a certain kind of job because you need to support a family like right. you don't need to think about with like someone health insurance else. Or yeah like, yeah you have like infinite possibilities and you can you can really just take this time to do whatever like it's not a bad thing right you know so but i think yeah. a lot of young people especially like religious young people have a lot of trouble with it so yeah
1: people like us. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no and i don't know it, it is interesting and i think it is a very interesting place to be at um, but then also that's one of the benefits of having so many different friends, right? Like you get to see a whole bunch of different like life, oh yeah. like experiences. Um, and then I know like maybe eventually, you know, like if I get married or whatever, I know I have like 80 friends that I can talk to. Be like, Hey, remember like three years ago when you went through this, like, tell me about it, you know, yeah. and then we can like work from there.
0: Yeah. 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 Getting married. That's gonna be funny when you get married. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Joe. It'll be good though. I feel like, I feel like
0: you're like, you're going to be kind of ready for it. You know, a lot of people don't get married now until they're, like, 30-something.
1: Yeah, it's... It's kind of standard. Yeah, it is standard. But again, it's weird because I'm in a very, like, religious circle of friends. Yeah. And so it's either everybody gets married right out of college or, like, people don't get married for, like, a while. Mm -hmm. You know? And so it's like, all right, well, weird. Like, we had a garage sale this weekend. And I had, like, five people ask me if I was moving because of my boyfriend or husband. (laughs) No way. Yes. And then I had one guy okay. saying like, well, I hope you meet a, okay. a good Marine. This and This is like-
0: the thing that's funny because you know how people like they talk about how like girls' experiences are different than guys' experiences? Yeah. But like it's always funny when I hear about things like this and like, it just hits me like, oh, this is one of those things you only get if you're a girl because I've yeah. never, I've never been asked anything like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so funny.
1: Yeah, and, like, so, like, sometimes I'll wear, like, a ring on, like, my ring finger on my left Mm, hand, and, like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't wearing anything, Mm -hmm. and people were just like, oh, yeah, so you're moving to, like, be close to your boyfriend, and I was like, no, and then the the same lady was like, oh are you so you're leaving him behind and i'm like no well, hey, and he's I like oh she, he's moving with she you She thought
0: that you were no. so attractive that yeah. you must have a boyfriend <laughs> or husband so that's actually kind of a compliment yeah,
1: thanks random lady um <laughs> my no. friend was
0: telling me about oh, she was gosh. my friend one of my friends she lives in the yukon i actually asked her to be on this podcast and she never responded to me
1: well you should send her this link. i should send her this be link. like hey we give you but a shout out she
0: told me this funny story i'm pretty sure this was her she because she travels a lot and she was like I want to say in the Philippines or something like that mm-hmm. where she was not gonna catch a flight and she was on this like at this bus station and the lady looked at her and said I have husband for you like
1: <laughs> did she I say have... just like say yeah and give okay give him my number and then just leave. I don't think she did that no that's but wild she that's, cr- <laughs> that's crazy but she was like
0: oh I have a, I have a great husband for you like my son like, my I'm son gonna, will be great for you I'm
1: gonna go. <laughs> 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 I think that's so yeah, I know it's definitely one of the only no one's things ever that happens that to me. if you're a girl.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, I think that whole thing of like, I I think I don't know if it's ever happened to my sister or not, but that whole thing of like, oh, I have someone for you. Well, then again, I shouldn't say this because I've been married so long. I don't know. Maybe that does happen like to you.
1: okay. The problem is, you're it's it's sweet because people mean it. The people never mean it in a mean way. Like mm-hmm. they they never tell you that because they want you to feel bad. Mm-hmm. But like you always feel bad. Like I actually um. So when I went to a A meeting, like a Catholic meeting that I was at, I was talking to the priest about like how his family reacted. Catholic meeting was this? I wasn't gonna say it on the air, Joseph. (laughs) My Dominican, one of my Dominican meetings. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, It was
0: YCP because I know that priest.
1: No, no, no. It was uh, one of my Dominican meetings, but um. I was talking to the priest about, like, what his his parents said when he, like, told them he was going to become a priest. And he was like, oh, they were, like, really supportive because they're, like, lifelong Catholics and everything. And and I was just talking to him about, like, religious life and how, like, I I want to enter religious life. But, like, that's not possible for me right now. Just mm. with, like, my family situation and then, like, huh. how I hear, like, Jesus calling me. Like, it's not a thing right sure, now. Sure, yeah. So I was also joking that I'm probably the only, like, woman in America who, like, wants to actively become a nun. But, like, Jesus is saying no to um that's funny but then I literally turned around started walking the other way and then one of the like the committee members like came up to me and was like oh so you're moving and I was like yeah and he was like okay well I I heard you're moving close to like Fort Bragg and I was like yeah and he's like okay well I'll pray that you find a good army man and Mm. I was like (laughs) I literally just talked to a priest about becoming a nun like really okay um so it's just this weird idea that like I don't know like again no one means it in a mean way it's just kind of like I'm complete without getting married. Like, Mm. why do we have to keep like pressing this issue kind of a thing, especially from strangers who don't actually know you. It is a weird cultural thing.
0: Like that you somehow, if you're not married, you're not dating, you're missing out. Yep. And like, you're like, we feel so sad for you or something, but it's like,
1: like
0: why exactly? Again, I say this as someone who's married, like, I think it's great to be married. I love being married and I'm glad I was, but on the other side, it's like, well,
1: Michaela is also fantastic. Yeah. You know, so it's, like mean, that helps. You know, your <laughs> yeah. wife is amazing. So. Yeah, that
0: does help. But I'm also like, these other people who aren't, like, I know who aren't. It's like, what are you going to, like, how is your life going to change? You're just going to be you, but you're going to be with somebody else. It's not, yeah. like you're, it's not like who you are changes. It's not like, like you know, it's not like, and I've been married for a while. It's not like I've changed that much. Yeah. Like, I've just, I don't think I've really changed at all, really, other than just, like, growing up. I don't think marriage mm-hmm. really other than, like, it teaches you how to, like, be more patient and to deal with other people. Yeah. As family, that's just, like, something you learn from having family, right? But, like, other than that, I, I'm still the same person. So, it's, like, I don't know. It's, it's something that's funny that single people are very funny about, I find.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, again, it's it's just hard because you're, like, all right, I have to be patient because these people have found a lot of joy in relationships. So, like, they're not saying it because they're, you know, judging me. They want me to have that same joy. Yeah. But then they don't realize that, like, yeah, I can be happy by myself it
0: doesn't stop either because then you get married and then people do the same thing about kids right like, yes oh my gosh you like, and
1: Michaela were telling me about that because i was, was complaining it, were we? no last year i was complaining to Michaela about how people kept asking me if i was gonna like when i was gonna get married and she was saying like yeah it's the same thing except with kids like, and
0: it's so funny too because there's and so then many,
1: once you have two kids they like say like oh really you're having more than two kids it's like Lord. can we just stop judging yeah. people yeah, like people suck <laughs> like, i just i don't i don't
0: even like i don't oh even bother gosh. i don't even bother somebody says something to me I'm just like I just it, you seem
1: like that kind of person though yeah like in a not, good way yeah yeah, yeah yeah.
0: like it just rolls off I just don't I don't freaking care honestly but yeah yeah <laughs> But transitions in your twenties.
1: Oh man, yeah, we're way off. I don't know what's happening. No, yeah, we're not off
0: at all. This is very like oh, this is very on point. I'd say because this is stuff people go it, through. Oh right? my gosh,
1: it's so hard because people's twenties are so different. Like one of my friends, um, he's actually going to be a teacher with me at the school that I'm moving to. Mm-hmm. Um, he him and his wife got married when they were nineteen. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that's early. And no, it it was early. Um, and they were no, but they were fantastic people. Um, but yeah, so like he has like five kids and he's my age. You know and so it's it's just i feel like your 20s are so weird because yeah. people can have totally different lives yeah. but yet you're still the same age
0: yeah you know the other thing too and this is something i talk about i talk about this all the time not on the podcast but with other people and it's this you should watch this it's actually a ted talk and i forget who did it but it's about it's about your 20s mm-hmm. have you seen this one this ted talk
1: I've only seen TED Talks related to, public public health things. Okay, so you yes, yes, So, no. <laughs> so, that response was great. Only, <laughs> only public health. Listen, no. I just came out of my master's degree cave, okay? I, I barely know what's going on with anything in the that world. That was a
0: cave because I don't think I saw you the entire no, time. No, you didn't see much.
1: me for, like, eight months while I was writing I kind of was thesis. wondering why we
0: didn't see you. And then someone was like, you know, Loomis has her master's now. And I was like, oh, that's a real thing? Like, <laughs> she's actually doing that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen.
0: But, um... You know, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, this TED talk. Um, it's really good. It's about, I forget who did it, but it was by this lady who I think she's a psychologist. And she was talking about how your 20s, how this myth that your 20s don't matter, which is mm-hmm. kind of the general. Yeah. I would say it's a general, that's a general, like, what's the word? Uh, Zetgeist right now, which is yeah. like you graduate and you just kind of do things and you kind of party. You, you kind don't of need to worry up. about
1: anything until your 30s. Yeah. You're yeah. kind of like, it's all well, fun. It's the friends culture, right? Like that's, yeah. Yeah, it's like, like, friends. Yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah, it's like yeah.
0: that. And it's like, you don't, but then she, this lady was talking about, like, well, the thing is, is that she has people who live this way, who then, um, who then come to her and don't have any of that stuff, you know? Like they, so, sorry, they come to her and they're like, okay, well now I've, I've lived my twenties this way. I've not really like done anything, but now yeah. I can't have the number of kids I want. I don't have any self-confidence. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. And so her whole point was actually that like this whole thing is actually destroying people. Wow. Like having this, having this kind of a culture yeah. is actually really hurting people. And so, and that to me, see, I made a lot of choices that gave me something that she calls personal capital. I feel mm, like I have a lot yeah. of personal capital because of the choices I made, but it's something I do see with my friends who, who may have not, like they haven't invested in our relationship yet, yeah. you know?
1: No, no, I totally see this. And I think this was something that like I subconsciously decided in high school, like people ask me why I went to West Point and like literally it was because of the social capital. Yeah. Like, just because if really? you're... Yes. Which, like, totally, like, makes me sound, like, really, really, like, individualistic. I, I, but,
0: <laughs> I made this choice conscientiously. Like,
1: uh, no, I remember thinking senior year of high school people being like, oh, it's so great that you want to serve your country. And, I'm like, Yeah. I, I do, but also, like, the social... How did you think
0: that going to West Point is going to give you social capital?
1: Um, just because, like, the old grad network is incredibly strong. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the CEO of um, Johnson & Johnson an old grad. Really? Yeah. Um,
0: Why do you say
1: old grad? Uh, that's the term for alumni. <laughs> like, uh, I have to have yeah. your own special, <laughs> your own special. <laughs> I almost, I'm wearing a West Point shirt right now. Yeah, like true. yeah true. Um, no, but it's um, like the West Point alumni network is so strong, and then the well, service you, my Academy
0: college is network of shit.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, but that's something like if Sorry, so, kids. Saying. So if if you have any high school listeners, yeah. like, don't drink underage. Two, um. Go to an, go to a university that has social capital. Like that is something you need to be thinking about. No,
0: that's a good, very good point because yeah. that's one of the, the be- that's one of the number one ways people get jobs. Yes, for sure. having a but strong saying, alumni I didn't mean network. No, yeah. no, no,
1: no. And so, like, I mean, obviously, I wanted to serve my country and and swim at West Point, or whatever. But like, I knew that like if I got through West Point, I would have the social capital to ride me through pretty much the rest of my life. Yeah. And like, not really have to worry about it. And then also, I wouldn't grad like I would have no college debt. So like I would have social capital and I'd have some sort of financial capital yeah. in a way that my peers would not have.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, that, that's actually a really good, it's interesting that you were thinking that way because I was not thinking that way at that age. I was just thinking like, where, what is this near? Like, what am I going to be able to do oh, in the area? Okay, yeah. Like, how can I get out of California? I wasn't thinking... Mm. I wasn't thinking about like, what is this gonna look like on my resume? Or like, what is this gonna, you know? Otherwise, I probably would have just gone to like a UC in California or something. You know? Yeah. Which I didn't do. I just wanted to get out of California and be somewhere cool. Mm-hmm. But
1: when in reality, like, we have like Berkeley.
0: Yeah. Like, I could have gone to Berkeley. Yeah. You know, like if I wanted to, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, all you have to do to go to Berkeley, people might not know this, but you just go to junior college and get straight A's and you can go to Berkeley if you want to.
1: Yep. Especially it's, as a California resident. As a California resident. Yes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. People probably don't know that, but it's not that hard. Yeah. You know, it's, it, you know, maybe, I don't know how it is, but maybe it's a little harder right out of college. I right out of high school maybe, but like if you go to junior college, get straight A's, they have programs for that. You just,
1: yeah. no, you just totally. go, yeah. But like, yeah, so I mean, I might have like the political, not political, I don't, I have zero political capital, but um, I might have like the social and financial capital, but like what she, what your TED Talk lady was talking about, like as yeah. far as personal capital, like have some good relationships, but like still am single, you know? So yeah. it's interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm going to get a bunch of emails. Loomis is single?
1: <laughs> I don't care. Like literally, we've, we've done I'll the whole, them. <laughs> listen, we've done the whole dating site thing. It did not work. Yeah. So yeah. You know that's fine.
0: Dating that's a whole other, Like that could be a whole a whole episode. Oh my gosh!
1: I re-downloaded Catholic Match because I was like, you know, I paid for it. Why not? You paid
0: for it. Oh shit. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. No, it's not awesome. And yeah. then I like clicked this one guy, and it was like my ideal match, and it was it was like a hellhole. Then I left and I deleted the app. <laughs> it was so bad. I bet,
0: you know, it's funny because do you remember when we were kids and like online dating was like a joke? Yeah, that? And it's.
1: Like, I still think it's a joke. Well, it's a
0: joke in practice, but it's not like it's not socially. Well, the problem anymore.
1: is, I have like five friends who've like found their spouses online. Really? Yeah.
0: I have a friend who used Catholic Match and got a restraining order. <laughs> Oh did i tell you about that no i didn't tell you about that yeah she was like gonna get married and then she ended up having to get a restraining order oh against gosh. this guy see
1: i didn't have to go that far but it did take me like 24 hours yeah, to like convince the guy to stop talking to it's, me
0: it's weird yeah it's yeah. a weird culture but i remember when i was a kid like um when we were kids e-harmony remember those commercials
1: I do remember EHarmony.
0: Yeah, those commercials like, they were kinda like funny. Like I was kinda like yeah. hey. it's like, It was, it was a like, joke. But he was like trying to like it was like those commercials were trying to evangelize yeah. online dating. But now it's like that's just I don't think people Well with meet like otherwise. hinge and
1: Tinder and I don't know everything about hinge, but I heard about Tinder. It's and then what bumble? I don't know. There's Bumble like, I, heard I know yeah. coffee,
0: meets bagel, coffee meets bagel. But I've never used an online dating site. Like,
1: well, okay, you're you got married right out of college. Yeah, you, and I was You dating. married you married your high school sweetheart. Yeah. Like and, you're like the exception to all of the rules. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Um
0: I don't I don't hold anything against people who use dating apps. I just think it's funny because I've never used them. It's weird. And it's something I don't like, I do understand it. Like I do have profiles on, like LinkedIn and things like that. So I do understand the concept. I do have friends who use it, but it's not something I've ever had to do for myself.
1: I'm not so. a fan. I'm like not renewing my Catholic match. I'm not gonna do any of this stuff. Like
0: try Catholic chemistry.
1: Okay, Matt Fraud told me to. I might Catholic, I'm my chemistry, Catholic ad. chemistry ad. Oh my gosh, um, no, but it's just something. It it freaks me out. I'm just like I'm not. I'm not about it. So we'll
0: see yeah it's it seems you know what i think the one the most common thing that i've seen to be a problem with catholic match is that um because all this stuff's like on paper you seem like a good fit people seem to think they can just jump the gun that's exactly what happened to me getting to know each other yeah and they just like oh we're on paper we're a good fit so therefore now we must (laughs) yeah (laughs) no no that's exactly what happened to me so
1: it and it's 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 very frustrating Um, because you also think like, okay, well, there's no one in my area or I've met everybody in my area and like, I don't click with anybody. So like, what the hell, you know, like what's happening. Um, And again, like as like late twenties, it's like, well, you know, what are you supposed to do? Like random strangers, random. I I know Joe, we're getting into our late twenties.
0: At the same time. I also feel like I've been thinking about my twenties for so long and I'm still somehow in my (laughs) twenties. Like this doesn't seem to end. (laughs)
1: well yeah i mean but then also when like old ladies at garage sales are like asking you about your husband you're like okay i just feel like
0: 20s has so much panache do you know what i mean like i feel like the 20s are such like a social like so yeah. societal like this is like this like it's like this thing
1: like i blame friends
0: maybe it's friends yeah and it's then like-
1: i blame friends and then like young adult literature sure yeah yeah when people are like oh yes my 19 year old protagonist like no when you think about
0: it like teens have a stigma Yes. You don't really want to be a teen. No. And then 20s, you well, want to be... Well, no, no, no.
1: You want to be 16 to 19.
0: Maybe, but it's still, 20s is better. And that so, is true, Societally. Yeah. But then, like, there's no societal idea about what 30 is. I
1: if, mean, I think it, like, a little bit as far as, like, you're married. You, like, have at least one child. You know, you both either you or your husband or someone has, like, a well-paid job where you commute to the city, you yeah. know, like... That kind of thing. But it's... Yeah, you're right. It's not as like...
0: Like 20-something. It's like if you're 20-something and you have... And you can like go to... Show up your job and like pay your rent like you're like you're you're doing good well like, mean, i'm a 20 something like I'm, yeah i'm doing great i can i can support myself but then right. like as a 30 something it's just expected <laughs> you know no
1: you're right i mean we yeah. talked about like i'm like 26 and i don't have college are you only 26 yeah damn i'm li- i'm nine i am mid-20s. nine days younger than your wife
0: you're, you're in your mid-20s
1: yeah but this birthday is gonna be from mid-20s to upper 20s you
0: gotta go do something crazy before that happens <laughs> okay
1: well i'm moving to north carolina if that counts yeah that does count
0: okay that great count. Thanks. maybe like stop at the a casino along the way well
1: i'm going to new orleans because shout out to oh, uh go. chris wilson um him and his twin sister are having a birthday party mm-hmm. and it just so happens to happen at the same day that i'm in new orleans wow yeah it's like Well, that's gonna be pretty crazy probably. oh it's gonna be fantastic yeah. um i know
0: nothing about new orleans
1: but yeah i've i've I never wanna been go. i'm excited yeah um chris said the uh, dress code is snappy cash
0: what's well, the south
1: I like, know. I, I, was like
0: in, I was in. I was in Dallas, and people just like going for walks wear nice clothes. See,
1: the problem is like my idea of like snappy casual is like my green jumpsuit that I wear everywhere. But I feel like that's like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of. A
1: I have no. I have. One. I have no idea what to wear. Anyway, yeah. if you guys know what snappy cash means for a Californian, please email Joe snappy cash. <laughs> and let us know. Um, I was like, I I'm showing up. That. I'm showing up in Birkenstocks. The problem is, it's all like bright colors and very like southern. And I refuse to become southern. Like I'm
0: snappy casual, such a such a vague.
1: <laughs> well, poor Christopher. I asked him what he's wearing, and he said like a nice shirt. Actually, and there slacks. is something to this. No, I know there snappy is.
0: Snappy but... casual attire is considered informal yet stylish. This range of attire is dressier than basic jeans and a tee, but not as dressy as a suit and tie. It is in between a casual and professional dress code.
1: See, the problem is for girls that hell? could that could mean literally everything. So I talked to uh, I talked to my friend Mary Beth about this for from... the guy. To to I know. Time. I I <laughs> see that. No, I didn't Google it. My mom did. Hey, this um, is, this is a staffy casual.
0: <laughs> 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 it's a picture of. The
1: problem is, guys could wear slacks. Oh, in that, a was shirt. that was guys bad. I'm sorry. Guys can wear slacks in a shirt and be good from everything, from like casual to like almost black tie.
0: Yeah, well, like, being a guy. Is it
1: depends on how many buttons you have, and if you roll your sleeves up. Like yeah. that's what it means. Oh
0: yeah, being a guy is so easy. <sighs> that's the easiest thing in the world. It's fine. I'm not bitter. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. It's... it's
1: okay. It's fine. It'll be great. But the pro- it's New Orleans. People dress up in New Orleans. What do I say? Anyway. We'll do, we'll figure, I want to go to New Orleans. Man, we'll figure out so what I'll fun. wear later. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. We're still talking about transitions. Oh, how your 20s are like there's so much variety in your 20s oh yeah like there's so many different like you can be the same age as someone and do so many different things and
0: yeah it's, totally it's so fine. different than when you're in high school because or when you're a teen or when you're younger it, everyone's doing the same thing well and then
1: your about. mom has to drive you around i hated that when did you start dating Michaela?
0: um not when my mom was driving <laughs> i was, so i started dating Michaela when i i could drive but legally i was not allowed to drive anyone do you remember Ooh, that yes so remember that, uh right?
1: 15 permit time
0: yeah, I wasn't 15. I was, I was still... Oh,
1: 16, but like permit?
0: I, yeah, I was. I had okay. gotten my permit. No, 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 because I had my license.
1: Oh, my there's license. like a six-month period after you get your license that you yes. can't drive anyone under the age of 18 yeah. without you're... an adult in the car. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you yep. yeah, remember that.
0: So I I legally... have a vague,
1: very specific memory so for, for a reason, traffic we laws. We
0: followed this, and if we ever didn't follow it, we felt very, very naughty, like very guilty, <laughs> like, oh, we're not oh joe's driving me like we're not supposed to be doing this yeah like, mrs
1: uh bail log in like the backseat
0: yeah no no, <laughs> no way but i would like sh- so basically what i do is i would show up i don't remember how that worked it wasn't very long but like i remember our first date she had someone drop her off
1: mm. where'd okay. you guys go for your first date
0: we went to the the grand theater downtown oh yeah but um i drove myself so thank god like oh, so <laughs> embarrassing mom leave me alone no, I don't think, I think out of principle, oh I wouldn't gosh. have dated before I could drive myself. The, um,
1: oh my gosh. See, I was too invested in swimming in high school to like care about boys. I mean, I was also <laughs> faster than all of them. So I like,
0: cared about them, but you probably just weren't like thinking about like dating probably.
1: No, like literally I was just like, I just want to swim fast. It doesn't like, and get good grades. It didn't matter. The quarterback of the football team had a crush on me. I don't, I know. didn't do I'm... anything about it, Joe. joe he showed up like he was best friends with my front door neighbor Mm -hmm. and he showed door neighbor yeah so like the house that's right across the street from you
0: oh that's a word no i just made made it up up? yeah
1: um what okay the house across the street from you, my front door front door neighbor um he like showed up in like swim trunks and like dripping wet like he'd just gotten out of a pool and he was like hey michaela you're a swimmer can i borrow a pair of goggles and I was like, sure. And like looking back on it now, he was definitely flexing and like trying to be cool, like without a shirt on. And I gave him a pair of like my pink goggles and said, okay, give them back to me tomorrow at class. And then like close the door in his
0: face. <laughs> that sounds like a, like a high schooler thing. to do. <laughs> I I don't know why I did it in high school, but.
1: I mean, it worked out.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Like, I think I was just very independent. I was super independent in high school. Like I did not when have curfew. When did you stop
1: homeschooling? Were you homeschooled in high I school? I taught
0: myself in high school. I did not Right, okay, I yeah. I wasn't taught by my, my parents. Okay, me. yeah. So I was super independent. I loved it. Like I, yeah. like I didn't have a curfew. I just drove myself everywhere. I just did what I wanted. Oh my gosh. So I, I guess I just maybe felt like I had time for it or something. I don't know.
1: See, I didn't have a curfew either, but I did have some practice at 5 a.m.
0: So you kind of like, it was like Sick. a forced, <laughs> yeah. indirect curfew. I didn't... <gasps> my parents had it figured
1: out like Mm. you just get your kids to do a sport that involves like three hours of physical activity a day and then they're exhausted yeah i quit
0: sports when i was almost 17 you
1: did um taekwondo yeah i did mixed martial arts and then i I was
0: really involved in that but i quit around 17 because i just wanted to like sort of figure out who i was apart from that you know yeah so i just did a lot of more artsy stuff i did photography classes and then i did like drama yeah things like that i'm really glad i did that i also did tons of youth group stuff
1: Yeah, I mean, that's where you met Michaela. Yeah, exactly. So I
0: kind of just got had like this whole new group of friends at that age. That was really cool.
1: See, I showed up to youth group with like wet hair is smelling like chlorine. So,
0: but not our youth group,
1: no, because (laughs) I was Protestant. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) which
0: is too bad because you missed out on a lot of fun. Oh my gosh,
1: I bet I did. Yeah,
0: but you know, um, speaking of transitions, that that was one of the things I was so sad about is when I left, I just kind of want I was so sad to leave all those people, yeah, all those friends. And then it just wasn't the same. Like, I actually came back to youth group, and it was, like, really awkward. So I just left.
1: <laughs> Man, do you have a lot of friends in that high school youth group?
0: I did, yeah. And actually, some of the friends I'm, I still have now are still from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I only have, like, one high school – two high school friends left. That's pretty good. So, yeah. It's just – I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's super weird. One of them was in Chicago, and then one of them was in California. But okay. it's – yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I think – I think that was one of the hardest transitions for me was going from high school to college and realizing that some people you were only friends with because you saw them five times a week.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't go to school. So. Oh, yeah. I'm so
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, well, leaving college, right? Like, leaving college. Oh, like, there's people you don't talk to anymore, right? Oh, I don't talk to any of them. Yeah, I mean, because you only saw them, like, yeah, when you were of... in class.
0: There's a word for it, and I forget. But it's like that – I always forget this word. It's the word for when you – um. Like it, it's only you have something because it,
1: it's probably <clears throat> a German word. It
0: suits a certain time in your life, but then it's yeah. so, um,
1: yeah, I mean, and that's not a bad thing. It's just, it's like letting go of some of those things can be difficult.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, leaving college, I think the only people I'm still friends with from college that I keep up with are just people who are from this area. Oddly yeah. Enough. Otherwise I just, I just don't really, there's not really any reason to keep up.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I have, I actually only have like one or two classmates that I talk to on a regular basis, but I have lots of kids from like, not kids, I call everyone kid, um, lots of people from like two classes below me or like one class below me that I talk to a lot. Really? So, yeah. Hmm. I mean, because we were in the, um, so I was really involved in Focus when I was at yeah, West Point. I know that one. So it's my, it's like my disciple and then her twin sister. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we're still really, really close. Like we're in a group chat together and like we talk oh, all the that's time.
0: That's cool. So. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so much work.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, it's not a lot of work. I mean, it's it's just, like, a lot of, like, random texting. But um, it is kind of hard when you're seeing, like, all your friends doing different life stuff. Yeah. Um, especially because all of my friends from college are in the Army. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. Well, duh, yeah. Yeah, no one's out yet. I mean, wow. next year, my friends are going to be eligible to get out because that's the end of our like next year will be five years since i graduated college yeah which is like wild to me wow so and then two of my best friends are going to harvard so for really? law school really yeah ryan and danielle de julius they got married right out of west point and they're like power couple of the century and they're like, both going to harvard? they're both going to harvard law yep wow yeah they're that's wild be an
0: interesting family <laughs> yeah no like
1: we're like oh my gosh your children are gonna be geniuses <clears throat> how
0: do you get into harvard law
1: I don't know. Danielle called like like uh so when I was applying to med school before yeah. like when I was gonna do med school instead of teaching, um, yeah. Danielle was applying to law school so we kind of did it like the same time. Um, then she got into Harvard Law and then I switched career paths. Um, but it was like an essay and I actually like proofread her essay and helped her with it. Really? Um, you're welcome, Danielle. Um, but yeah, it she's just a fantastic human being. She scored really high on the LSAT too. So
0: LSAT is that's
1: like the test to get in. I don't even know what it's called.
0: LSAT. It's different than the. Was someone for medical? MCAT. MCAT, okay. Mm-hmm. So LSAT, that's.
1: That's for, I mean, it's for law school, but for I don't. law school. It's the oh, one okay, that L. Yeah. Woods scored like a 179 on, in L case. Woods. Yeah, Legally Blonde. Oh, yeah. Have you not seen no, Legally seen Blonde? Yeah,
0: I forgot her name. <laughs> she had a one on it?
1: She got like a 179, which is one point lower than like the highest score you can get.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember the plot I only th- again, I'm not gonna say okay. what I remember from that movie. Hellwoods Woods is
1: a fan it's it's a I'm sure if I can legally blonde is a fantastic movie, Joe.
0: Yeah, but like man... It's another comfort movie. Bring it yeah, around. There you go. Yeah, I I just I've known several people who've gone to Harvard Law. Yeah, but it's crazy. They usually end up being like CEOs and stuff like that I've known.
1: Yeah, so um Danielle and Ryan are both gonna be lawyers for the army. Okay. Yep.
0: But yeah, I feel like that would be you probably have to have a combination of really good grades. Something like that Well, again, it's the out. social
1: capital yeah. So it's grades But then also they can Like they Put themselves ahead of the pack Because they're from West Point Because they're from so, West Point And then yep. they
0: also Got good grade, got good scores And then they've, they've had
1: Real army experience Oh, wow So like they've led troops And stuff Wait, and all really? that really? Yeah Oh, damn That's, I know yeah. My That's friends like are crazy.
0: crazy Oh, and they're veterans So then they also yeah. have the mm-hmm. Yeah, the veteran card Technically, I'm
1: a vet too So There you go Yeah Very nice But, yeah No, it's There's so many things That are happening And I don't know. I don't know if y'all are uh, keeping track of what's happening, but California is charging like an arm and a leg for moving out of California. Wait, what? Not California. Like U-Haul is charging you an arm and a leg to move out of California.
0: Hmm. Like
1: U-Haul wants to charge me over $5,000 for like a pod.
0: Probably because, maybe because so many people are doing it and they're desperate.
1: No, it's, they're just making so much bank. So I'm literally just packing my CRV and moving.
0: Where are you going to stop along the way? You're stopping at New Orleans, anywhere else?
1: Yeah, so we're stopping in Tucson, but just for one night. And like then the we're. The song. S- what?
0: Like the song. So, song it's you... like a chain song about Tucson. Oh my God. That's in Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I was thinking I immediately went to George Strait, like Amarillo by morning, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and then we're going to stop in um Waco, Texas, because my mom yeah, and I are yeah. huge fix your Upper fans. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 so we're definitely going to take, like. A, so we're taking. 36 hours in Waco. Mm. So we're going to be able to shop and have fun. Um, And then we're driving from Waco to New Orleans. And I'm going to party with my friend Chris. Um, And then actually the next day is the Sunday. So I'll be, um, I'll go to Mass in New Orleans with a girl from New Orleans. But I met her in Dublin, Ireland. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So meeting with her again and then driving up to Atlanta and then from Atlanta to Southern Pines. So
0: Wow. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. No, it's going to be good. And this is my mom and I's like fourth cross-country road trip. So, um, people are used to it by now. (laughs) Yeah, no. And people are like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And we're like, like, no, I've always always
0: wanted to, since I was a kid, do a cross country road trip and I've never done it actually. It's
1: like, it's fun, but the Midwest is really, really boring. I
0: think, I think, you know, what got it out of my system is I drove from Pittsburgh to Georgia and I think for some reason that trip kind of (laughs) got it out of my system. I mean,
1: that's Appalachia. That's pretty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's sort of like. I don't know. That kind of did it for me. I was like, yeah. I, I think that was kind of the road trip I wanted. Cause it was a long trip. Yeah. It's like a nine hour, 10 hour trip, something like that. Yeah. I think that was kind of good enough. I didn't really.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, a lot of my friends or like random people are like, Oh my gosh, you're living across like the countries. That's super hard for your parents. And I'm like, see the trick is you live abroad for a year <laughs> and then anything is closer yeah, than true. living abroad. And then your oh, parents yeah. are happy. For sure. So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. But no, it's, I don't know, it's crazy. I've, uh, I actually pulled out, so I'm packing all of my books and I pulled out um, Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets to read on the trip. Um, so Awesome.
0: That's the way to do it.
1: I'm honestly probably going to skip the Dursley chapters because they make me so sad.
0: Well, also just like the opening chapter in general for Harry Potter, it's always like recap.
1: You it's know? so sad. Well, the first chapter, again, like I actually opened it and like was reading it today and I was like, man, that's the night that Lily and James died. Oh, Yeah.
0: And also, there's some things in there that don't make sense. I'm so bad. Like, actually, I was reading this podcast. One of the things things in the first book that doesn't make sense is, like, I think it's... What is it? There's, like, a day that passes in between Voldemort dying and casting a spell and Harry showing up on the doorstep. And no one knows... And they're, like... If you actually look at it technically, like there's, like, like this strange amount of time that passes with, like, what was going on during that time, you know? So... Well,
1: maybe it took... It took like maybe Dumbledore didn't want to like apparate with Harry, so it took him a while. Cause remember he went on like Hag like Hagrid's motorbike.
0: Yeah, but if you think, like, if you th- yeah, actually think if you think about it, because it happened at night that Voldemort yeah. attacked them, and then it was that was it the next and then it's night? That night that everyone's celebrating. Yeah, and then you see like McGonagall's hanging out at the Dursleys all day, right? Yeah, so waiting. she's
1: watching the house, waiting for Dumbledore to show up. Yeah,
0: this already happened, so it's kind of like what was happening between. Because I think it's night again by the time they come up. So it's like, why? Like, what was Harry doing during that that whole twenty four hour period? I mean, I maybe know. it
1: took them a while to find Lily and James's bodies, though. Right.
0: But they were already celebrating it because, like, there was. Already... Was it
1: that night, or was it? An... And anyway, anyway, <laughs> this is not a Harry Potter podcast. It could be. <laughs> it could be. Oh my gosh, I'm so sad. It's fine. I'm still in love with James Potter, but whatever. Yeah. As always. Um.
0: I think it was just an early. Probably just early in the, it was like, you know, an early oversight because, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. She's no, no. Um, she's that no
1: Tolkien. Like, she, yeah.
0: like. Did I oh, send <laughs> you that, that meme?
1: Yes, you did. Yeah. It was the, what, it was like the, um. some authors like, you know, add detail later, and some authors have written an entire language before they write a book.
0: <laughs> Man, I, that's funny. I, this is further back than I would have thought. Oh,
1: my gosh. I mean, Christopher, yeah. like Christopher Tolkien, God Rest His Soul, like, published more. Than John did, which is weird to me.
0: Yeah, it's like J.K. Rowling. It's like only it says only start creating the lore after, after you already yep. finished half of the series and keep adding stuff a decade after finishing it. I'm not sure that's entirely fair because I think she may have known what were the of No, I think,
1: no, she she knew. I think yeah. it was in her head. But the thing was like like John Tolkien like wrote everything. You know, like he had everything down before he started yeah. writing Lord of the Rings. And Lord then
0: movies, he kind so. of once that was all done. But that's partly why those books were so good oh and that's gosh. probably why he established oh. fantasy is because it felt real by that point.
1: Oh yeah. No, it was so real. I yeah. mean, I just I keep laughing because imagine like being John's family and getting letters back from the trenches in World War 1 and it's like about hobbits.
0: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of transitions and going to your comfort zone. Oh my zone, gosh, right? seriously? Yeah.
1: Well, didn't um
0: I kind of want to watch that movie again Tolkien now
1: I have not seen it because see. it was not approved by the Tolkien estate actually um, my buddy John Alexander one of my only classmates I still talk to um, hi John um, I was talking to him about this and he was like hey Samuel L. Jackson is going to play Gandalf in the new Amazon movies like what do you think about that and I was like, well, it's not approved by the Tolkien Estate, so I don't care. And he was like, that's the best burn I've ever. Heard. How
0: do they How do they have access to the rights then? Who sold them the rights? It's
1: um like Fox sold Amazon the rights.
0: That seems a little. So like it, no, it it
1: is underhand. Like the Tolkien Estate has come out and said like they don't. Well, to my knowledge, this might be wrong, and you might get angry emails. But to my knowledge, the Tolkien Estate has not approved of the Amazon like. Hmm. series because it's going to be about the similean right
0: it's a prequel i don't think it's about the similean okay
1: then it's a prequel but like so from what i've heard the tolkien estate hasn't specifically approved of like the Mm storyline um i mean and that's fine like i don't i don't care they can do whatever they want to the races of the characters but like i just if the tolkien estate doesn't approve it like it's not canon so that is gonna if
0: if that's true that samuel jackson is going to be gandalf that's going to be hilarious no
1: it's 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 yeah, I think it's. I don't fantastic. know how they're gonna pull it off. That's gonna be no so idea. funny,
0: but I don't. It's gonna be funny, but I don't know that it's gonna. People are gonna take it seriously or not. But See,
1: that's the other thing. It's yeah. Like it's it's okay. Like you're, you're trying to make a statement, but like.
0: Well, Samuel Jackson's such a, such a freaking great actor.
1: He's fantastic. But
0: I don't, he's not really a Gandalf because he's so funny. Like Gandalf's not really funny most of the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think he could pull. I think he could pull it off.
0: Maybe he would. Yeah.
1: Like, again, the thing is, like, unless it's approved by the Tolkien estate, it's just fan fiction. (laughs)
0: So, I wonder who got, I guess maybe you don't need rights to write about Tolkien. No,
1: like, Fox sold it. Like, because, like, they owned the rights. But, sorry, I'm talking
0: about, like, the Tolkien movie. Oh, no, yeah,
1: they don't need, they didn't need rights for it. But, like, the Tolkien estate didn't approve that either. I wonder why not, because it was pretty good. Um, They said it wasn't, like, Catholic enough.
0: Oh, okay, and well, that's what everybody said about yeah. it What they didn't like. I mean,
1: that's I, why I didn't watch it, but maybe I it's should. It's pretty Catholic,
0: so. though. It didn't say anything bad about Catholicism. Okay, no, yeah, it was, yeah, it was reasonably it. Catholic. I thought it just wasn't like wasn't human.
1: as Catholic as his actual life was.
0: Well, I don't really know. I don't know how I don't know how much how Catholic his life was at that age. I don't know. I'm not saying it was, but yeah. wasn't, but. I don't know how much that all played into his, like, use. I
1: still have, um, the book Tolkien's Modern Reading. I forget yeah. who it's by, but it's put out by Word on Fire Press. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I need to read it, but it's, um, it's packed away right now, so.
0: Yeah, Word on Fire is doing a lot of cool stuff.
1: Yes. Like, oh my gosh. And they're cranking out, like, they're, like, sponsoring books and their publishing house is doing amazing things. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Man, well, you've talked about a lot in this podcast. I don't know what you're going to do. Is
0: it time time to call it quits, you think? Um,
1: I don't know. We can keep talking. It's 9.20. So what else do you want to talk about, Joe?
0: I don't remember when we started.
1: I don't... We definitely started like around 8. You think so? I have no idea. It took you a while to get the whiskey. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we, we could call it quits, I guess. It's been yeah. it's been a while. It's a pretty good. I mean, episode. we can
1: always, like, talk on Monday, too. Because sure, I don't know yeah. what else you want to talk about with transitions. Like, yeah. is there anything you wanted to talk about, like, me actually moving? Or just, are we just...
0: No, on? we did a good job. I think okay, transition great. in your 20s. We kind of talked about <laughs> the usual angst of being in your 20s.
1: Well, oh my gosh. And then, like, the difference between being a man and a woman in your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's funny, too, because it, it really... I said this before earlier today while we're talking, but... It is funny that after all this time, I'm still in my 20s. because I still remember like reading all it. these 20s articles. Yeah. And I'm still... And not just in my 20s. I still got a bit left. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, do you want to call it good then for now? Uh, yep. Okay, everybody. So, this has been Keeping Up With Joe. I'm your host, Joe.
1: And I'm a continual guest host, but no longer. But Mikayla. no longer. Moving <laughs> <Mikayla>. on.
0: <laughs> you can uh, catch her podcast at...
1: Hearts Ablaze.
0: Which I've also listened to It's great So make sure that Oh thank you Yeah Also Did you see my review that I gave you? No I I haven't even looked Oh my gosh Thank you Yeah no problem And uh, yeah So make sure to tune in next time Again check out josephrideranderson.com If you haven't already That's where all of my best content is And we uh, look forward to seeing you next time Bye
1: Bye